Andrew, joined by my co-host Devin DKC. What's up, Devin? Hey, boo. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm enjoying the high from our double premiere. I'm still so excited about it, and I'm like just taking it all in. Glad yeah. to be here. So much fun. I'm super happy to be here, especially because we have my bestie, my sister, hey. joining us today. Welcome, XO Lavishly, Laura. Hey, boo. Hi, faves. How y'all doing today? <laughs> I'm happy because the weather is is doing what it needs to do in spring, finally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nice. good, good vibes, good vibes. You're on that East Coast spring. On that East Coast spring, okay? <laughs> it's a struggle, but we're getting there. Oh. We're getting there. Wait, why is it a struggle? Because, like, we have not had spring weather. It's been, honestly, we've gone from 70 one week to 40. Oh. And then we'll get, like, rain, wind, mm. almost like tornado weather. And then it'll be warm again. Oh. And then it'll be cold again. So we oh, have... Yeah not officially put like our jackets away but hopefully like this weekend we have like 70 degree weather on the way hopefully it remains like warm and we actually get spring because our flowers have already like bulbed and started to grow and then it'll like get super cold and we're like oh my god do i gotta bring my plants in yeah (laughs) struggle climate change is real everybody okay (laughs) it really is it really is but finally getting spring weather so that makes me happy well to people listening who are not familiar with the three of us together laura is co-host with devin on i know that's right i know i'm so excited for that show to come back on and i'm ready to hear like your new approach at it so it's cool to have two of the three voices on that show on this one today yes and we miss our other des yes our other des yeah we can't be des squared without the other des <laughs> right. i love that that was our inside i'm like okay i'm gonna call you des and then it would be like i'm talking in third person but i'm like no it's not just about you des with the z okay <laughs> <laughs> So it's cool to have you guys on. Are you ready to talk about some pop culture news? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Please. I'm so tired of talking about science and everything boring. Let's talk about the fun stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Before we get to that, I just wanted to uh, throw a couple little shout outs there on our double premiere. So since we recorded our interview with Derek, he was confirmed to be on the Challenge All-Stars 3 on Paramount Plus coming May 11th. So I'm so excited. I feel like we manifested it, Devin. We, we, we prayed it into the universe. Like, come on. <laughs> Finder's fee, something. I mean, hello. <laughs> so we're excited to see him on uh, May 11th, Paramount Plus. Check it out. It's honestly one of my favorite shows to binge watch. Or not binge watch because it is weekly. Um, sometimes I let there go a few weeks on so I can watch like three in one, but necessary. anyways, yes. Mm-hmm. 
also from our double premiere, Gigi, which was a really crazy episode and fun and great and all of the good things. She spoke a little bit about one of her Bravo celebrities, uh, Kelly Dodd, which made some noise in the social media universe. <laughs> and I saw I was doing my little uh, Instagram stalking and I saw that Kelly Dodd actually directly responded to Gigi on one of the posts that was made. <laughs> so I'm going to just quote her here. This is Kelly Dodd, everybody. This is not me. This is not my thoughts. This is Kelly Dodd straight from her Instagram. She says that she has one thing right. I am a has-been. This chick needs meds. I don't even know her. Must suck to go through life angry. Good luck, Gigi. End quote. <laughs> that was very tame for Kelly. I mean, it was tame, wasn't it? I mean, she agreed to being a has-been, which, again, not my words, but that's what was said. And... uh yeah, she didn't cuss her out or anything, but still, do we expect anything less from Kelly Dodd going on and making noise on Instagram? No, we all no, we all know all. what she said in private. She's still a vile person, so. Yes, I can agree with that one, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing from that episode. So my parents were, uh, you know, they're all excited about the podcast and when I'm telling them, oh, this is who I'm going to interview, this is not. Um I think I told my mom, and I don't think my dad was in the room, but I was telling her, like, I don't know if you want to listen to the to the first episode just because, I don't know, maybe it's like a, like a Latin thing or something, but we don't talk about, like, sex or we don't do, like, any adult stuff in our family. We don't, we just don't. I don't know. I don't feel uncomfortable, really, but they all do. Like, when there's a sex scene on a show that we're watching, like, they look around all embarrassed. I'm like, oh, my, grow up, everybody. <laughs> No, love you, fam. But um, so then I started telling her about, you know, what the interview was about and uh, started talking about how um, she's in a polyamorous relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. And my mom, I could tell on her face, she didn't really know what that meant. So I'm like, do you know what polyamorous yeah. is? And she's like, oh, yeah, that's um, and I knew that she didn't know. But it was it's just funny. That's how we <laughs> joke. It's like, <laughs> let's test each other. And so she's like, that's when you can use, like, both your hands to, like, do things, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, like Mama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that ambidextrous? Yes, yes, you guys are right. Yeah, that's exactly what she meant. So it was cute and innocent that she didn't know what that meant. Uh, and it was a, a learning moment for her. I got to explain to her what that is. And now she's uh, oh. she's aware of it. <laughs> yes, mom. Well. Do you, how are you guys with your parents? Do you feel like you're able to, uh, or any family members, do you feel like you guys have certain things that are just off topic? We don't talk about that. Yeah, Laura, you can go. They're definitely <laughs> So um, I have been brought up in a African Nigerian household and there are a ton of topics that we just do not cover with our like parents in the room. Mm -hmm. I mean, my aunts and uncles, and I think like culturally, like aunties, uncles, you feel a little bit closer to them. You feel like you could be a little bit more transparent with them because like, they're not going to, you know, discipline you and be like, oh my God. And like, the judgment that they may pass, whatever, you could take it, mm -hmm. wipe it off your chin. But when it comes to your parents, like their judgment, obviously, like it's a whole nother layer. So I think I have had conversations about like sex and dating and like 
things of that nature, not around my parents. <laughs> my parents would never be in the room when I'm talking about those things no. because they have a God-fearing woman that they are raising and they don't need to know what happens in this bedroom of no. mine. But they do know that they didn't raise no fool. <laughs> so with whatever I'm doing, I'm being safe, yeah. being yeah. safe around all of that. So I think there's conversations that we don't like deep dive into it. Um, I do have definitely a layer of comfortability with my family where they have opened up their door to me and they're just like, yeah, whatever you want to talk about, like you can ask. Mm -hmm. um, but I am very timid around like certain topics because like we just don't talk about sex like that. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we, and especially with faith also being a faith-based Christian household as well. Like that's another layer of like, yeah, there's some conversations that we're not having when mom and dad are in the room out of respect for multiple things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's a bit about me. <laughs> How is it for you, Devin? Do you have siblings or? Yeah, so, okay, so I am my mom's only child. Mm -hmm. And then I have two sisters on my dad's side. So with my mom, we don't go into detail, but we talk about everything. I literally like, Laura, you know, me and my mom were like, there's, I have done everything in my life and in my power to desensitize my mom to as much like new age millennial stuff as possible. Like just casually like bringing up stuff and not even making it a thing. And my mom is very like, I mean, she has her moments, but she's for the most part, she's very chill, understanding, accepting, um, a free spirit in herself. So like we talk about anything now with my dad and my bonus mom, child, um, they Different still don't think that me and my husband sleep in the same bedroom. Okay. <laughs> um, the whole room. <laughs> every time they visit, they're like, where's Aaron's bedroom? Um, so it's very, dynamic is very different. My dad and my bonus mom are very, much more conservative. Um, my bonus mom is like devoutly uh, Muslim. So like very faith-based also. Um, she one time told me that their one of their biggest goals with me and my sisters was to maintain our chastity. So like there, we don't talk about that though at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. With my sister, so my, my middle sister, who's two years younger, she's also very religious and very conservative. So we sometimes talk about that stuff, um, like when we're joking and stuff, like memes, but we don't like actually like, you know, go into detail. But my baby sister, she's, what do they call them, Gen Z? Mm -hmm. We talk, I mean, she calls me and asks me, you know, questions and I'm not going to put all her business out there, but yeah. um, I'm glad that she has me. I'm just going to say yeah. that. Um, yeah. Because I don't want, like, I remember growing up and feeling like, well, I have these questions and they need answers, yeah. you know what I mean? And not having like an older sibling that I could call. Um, Cause my mom wasn't always like she is now. Let's just put that out there. Also. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember I gave my sister this book called Pussy Power. <laughs> book written for young black women because in the black community not even just sex but you know discovering your body and your sexual organs and stuff it's not talked about and they're so sorry if there's you know children listening keep them on actually they should hear this um you know they don't even use the real word for 
you know, sexual reproductive organs. Yeah. Um, a lot of women don't even know what their own vulva looks like. You know what I mean? So I wanted to give that to my sister because I thought it was a really important read. And my parents confiscated it from her. And did they give it to you, Laura? They gave it to me. I started reading. <laughs> yeah, that's how that goes. <laughs> exactly. It definitely it's definitely, you know, there's definitely topics for sure, I think, in the black community that like we just don't touch. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think it's honestly just because it's been habit passed down like generation to generation, like they just haven't discussed that. But now these Gen Zers and with us as millennials, like we're all out there. Like, what do you want to know? I'll tell you. So yeah. I think that definitely like seeing for example, like your younger sister, Devin, and like my brother also, like he's 23 now, like they are very much living their life without any regard of like who's judging, who's looking, who's caring. And they're having way more conversations out in the open and like finding communities easily to like talk to where like, especially in the world of the internet, but Mm -hmm. we, you know, I wasn't going to go on MySpace and start asking questions. No. <laughs> a place for friends. Place. Right? Or is that Facebook? It's one of them. One, one of them. One. It was one of the slogans for sure. But I wasn't going to go online and like those platforms mm-hmm. and like find friends and connect. But like in the world of technology now, like oh, yeah. you can go on TikTok and mm-hmm. just type in a hashtag and there you go, have a whole lesson. Yes. Um, quick and fast in less than a minute. So it's just like, we're definitely in a different age. And I think that us and our generation, like we will be way more vocal and like open the door to our kids and our like nephews and nieces to ask the questions that they like truly want to ask. Like, I, I definitely feel like I didn't have a lot of that, but my close friends were like always my go-to, like my friends, by the book we were learning together and we were teaching each other the wisdom was just spread around the group chat so and that kind of still is kind of how it is still Mm -hmm. till today because you know there still are topics that I feel like I don't bring to my parents but I'll definitely call up my girlfriend or like my guy friend and just hear perspective yeah yeah I agree shout out Jasmine that was that girl for me she she knows who she is (laughs) well shifting gears but staying on the topics of families I just heard some crazy news about Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde. You guys know well, that former couple, right? They were engaged. They share, I think, two kids together. Oh, I didn't even know they had kids. Yeah, they have. I forgot the ages. I just heard it right now. It was like an eight-year-old and I don't know, someone else, someone oh, younger, under, than, under eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not together anymore, right? It's been rumored that she's dating like Harry Styles and... Other people that I don't really pay attention to, but uh, I just heard that she was doing a presentation at CinemaCon um, just a couple days ago. Uh, I guess she made her directorial debut or she has a new movie that she's directing and so she's promoting that. And apparently she was served custody papers during her live on screen live presentation handed a manila envelopes and she's like okay like is this for me she thought it was a script apparently so she opened it up again on stage looked at it said okay got it thanks put it back away and she kept rolling through the presentation wow 
That's really crazy. It sounds super conniving. I've heard that he, Jason Sudeikis, has responded saying that he would never condone that inappropriate delivery of something so sensitive, you know? Um, which I hope that is very true because that is some low down stuff. I mean, do people have a say so in how they serve someone? I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. So like he, even though he's saying that, like mm -hmm. doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I mean, hello, you really had to go travel to where this woman is doing a presentation instead of just going to her day to day, like going to the grocery store. I mean, you obviously know where she lives. Hello. Do yeah. you have to make a special trip? And they're saying it's a private event, so you have to like buy a ticket to get in. So That's somebody dirty. purchase a ticket. You yeah, know what? no, Some exactly. Those people that do the serving, I think they really like get a thrill and an adrenaline rush from some of the places that they serve mm -hmm. people. Because I've heard mm -hmm. there's nothing as crazy as that, like a lie. Like that sounds like out of a movie. But I have heard crazy stories of places where people have gotten served. So I think those people do it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for the tea. I was like, mm -hmm. yeah. I heard it really getting served like while they opened up the door for room service and the person that was serving them oh. was behind the hotel work. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. My jaw cracked from how <laughs> much oh. my mouth just opened. Yeah, that's that's weird. There there like, must be something it. to that and how people yeah. decide, okay, this is how I'm going to do it or not. I mean, I do have a I mean, he's a friend, I guess. He I don't know. I used to hit party with him a lot like a few years ago. And I remember one time he was like, "Hey, I just I have to work for like a quick second and we're going to go, you know, out of town uh to the next city over." Um and I was at his house, so I was like, "Okay, I'll go with you." And like we're just all sitting in the back while he goes and delivers papers to uh, someone's residence though you know in private so it's not like on stage during an on-camera interview or presentation rather uh where it becomes news that people are talking about now that is pretty wild yeah so shame on you jason yeah something's weird there especially because it's a private event like someone definitely got tipped off mm -hmm. but you know see i don't see these things are so sticky they're so sticky because what if this person the carrier kept on going to the house and the person wasn't coming to the door like now i'm going to have to pop up at your place of employment or now i'm going to have to show up where i know it says you're going to be on this flyer at 6 p.m on a tuesday <laughs> like you know we you gotta get your job done you know wait those are some pretty pretty clean details were you were you there did you happen <laughs> did you see anything laura <laughs> were you 6 p.m <laughs> what did you get me. out of this well some other sad sad news for me personally devin do you watch the real talk yes, show yes i love the real okay so i'm sure you both know that the reel has been canceled mm -hmm. and it's now the countdown is on like i don't actually know when they're gonna air their last episode i did see uh lonnie love who's been hosting daily pop a lot i mean she's pretty much like a full-time co-host now uh, and she was saying like they were mentioning garcelle and some gossip with garcelle and she was saying oh no i only have a couple weeks left with her so then i started freaking out thinking oh my god is the reel only going to be on for another couple weeks oh that's insane so it's been canceled and I want to know, I want to ask you guys, 
what do you think went wrong? Why would a three-time Daytime Emmy Award winning talk show be canceled after eight seasons? I, I honestly don't know. Like, I love that show. I feel like the chemistry has, for the most part, besides that weird patch with Amanda Seals, mm-hmm. but between the women has always been really great. I love, I think that Garcelle is a great addition to the show. Yes. Um, yes. My only, I mean, well, it was canceled. It's not like someone quit because I could see like yeah. if Jeannie Mai wanted to leave and be like a mom full time because you know she has her baby or whatever. But I really don't know why that would get canceled. It maybe wasn't pulling in enough. I, I don't know what it is either and i'm actually like i'm still kind of taken back with the news that they are leaving because they were doing so well like first off i think the topics that they cover i like am always in love with because i feel like it's such a girl chat it's such just like a chill chat like no pressure and i feel like each of their personalities definitely like brings some an essence to just the conversation like i am still sad about tamar yes that will fight me okay they will be people are so upset and i'm just like yo tamar had so much to give like yes. when she came to that table that's someone that I can relate to all of her jokes landed like it just it worked and I feel like her just vibrance with the other castmates like it brought something to the show and I'm gonna be honest and she left maybe it just hasn't been the same I'm gonna be that person Tamar left and it hasn't been the same I feel like there must be conflict with either, I can't even give scheduling. Scheduling can't be an issue, but there must be conflict, I think, within the crew. Like, I think it's a crew-related issue because I feel like there has never truly been smooth ground ever since Tamar left. Like, I felt like there was rumor here and there about some of the girls were saying this, that, people were getting catty. And if that type of energy exists, then there might be some toxins still in the circle, y'all, and it might not be what we think it is. (laughs) I don't know everything. I I know, I'm going to use that. (laughs) But everything that goes into canceling a show, because I know they don't just look at ratings. They don't just look at, you know, actual performance on the show. Like, it's probably so much and so complex. And it probably ended up being like, one domino at the end that ended up just i can't tilting a little too much yeah i don't know but i'm really sad i don't know what it is i know lonnie has said on the record that she feels like covid kind of um i mean she did say covid killed the show i i don't think i would say it like that but she feels that way because you know they took like cuts with a smaller studio I think she said that was even like a conference sort of a studio. So more private and intimate, not like a big soundstage with a live audience like they used to do before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, that doesn't shock me at all. I'm, I'm sure COVID uh, really threw a wrench in a lot of plans when it comes to TV production alone. Obviously, we know the effects that it's had in other, literally every other compartment of uh, people's lives. But when it comes to this production of a daytime talk show, yeah, I, I 
can see that that would be a a big thing to uh, take a hit on such a show that was supposed to be live in front of an audience, you know? Yeah, those shows that are every day. Um, I forgot that Lonnie mm-hmm. said that, like that they basically tried to cut everything that they could, like spending wise. Mm-hmm. But those shows that are going live every day are really, really expensive. Like, I mean, yeah. show business period is expensive, whether it's a movie, whether it's a weekly show whatever but those ones that have like so much that go into them because they're live and they're like every day you're back again you're back again so much money so much money oh, yeah. into yeah. them so yeah, yeah. daytime tv mm-hmm. it's got to be expensive mm-hmm. and i and i do feel like i did notice during the pandemic like the real kind of did struggle because i feel like I was getting, I'm even on their email chains, guys. Like I was getting just bombarded throughout the pandemic. They were still trying to keep in touch with their audience, but Mm -hmm. like it just, maybe it wasn't landing the way that they obviously had thought it was going to land. But I feel like everyone took a hit. And if you guys are still like, land in awards like what really could be the issue like money can't be the issue production can't be the issue like if you guys are doing well people will definitely stand in and support you because you're showing up but Mm -hmm. i think it's something definitely internal and i feel like they weren't they're not in sync anymore something ain't in sync anymore and i'm gonna just leave it at that yeah i don't like to i don't like to believe that of course that's kind of I'm assuming the first thing that people go to when they hear that a show cancels, especially an ensemble cast. And unfortunately, even though I'm not a woman, I don't want to speak on women stuff, but I mean, there's a reputation of, oh, women can't work together, women can't get along. And so I just hope that that narrative isn't what really kind of uh, becomes the loudest thing when people are talking about what contributed to the end of the show. Just because I really love them all so much. I think they're all really, they have bright futures. They have amazing pasts, you know, their yeah, careers same. all brought them there. Individually, right. In yeah. a, so I'm hoping that. Cast. Such I, a dive. Like, I mean, yeah. the first one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. first cast featuring all people of color. So, and especially for a daytime talk show, you know, so it was definitely iconic, award winning. It it earned all the flowers, you know, so nobody can take any of that away from them. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they all have uh, some fun stuff in store for them in the future. I mean, we know Lonnie loves on everything. I watch so much yeah. TV and she's on like 80% of what I'm watching. So <laughs> the last season of Drag Race, it was like Lonnie Love yeah. live around the corner from the studio because she was a judge, <laughs> like, was it the last season? Yeah. Regular All-Stars. It was the last season. Mm-hmm. That's what you kept telling me. She kept on coming last yeah. season. Like four or five times. <laughs> In one season, yep. That was the, the COVID season, though, so yeah, they could only pandemic. have a few. Yeah, she pandemic. must live close and was always testing because she was back up in that studio, baby. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> Well, I want to introduce a fun game. Yay! I love games. Yes, this one is now specific to our podcast. I'm wondering, okay, I want to bring some of the games that I used to make on the other show, but this one is specific to Do You Love It? And I see some fun ways that we can kind of go into this in the future. So hopefully if this goes well, we're going to bring it back. So I just have a few uh, speaking points for you both. Um, I want you to give your opinion on whether you're a fan or not. You know, nothing to take too deep into your heart and soul. Just kind of uh, your initial reaction, you know? So, 
This is called bop or flop. So, if you like what I'm talking about, then you can say bop, right? If you feel like it didn't meet your expectations, you can say flop. Okay. Okay. Yes. Should we do this like at the same time? Should I see what both your answers are at the same time or do you want it to give yes, different? Yes, yes. We should do it at the same time. Same time? Okay. So the first one I have for you is The Weeknd and Swedish House Mafia replace Kanye West at Coachella. Flop. Bop or flop? Flop. Oh. flop. <laughs> really? Flop. flop. And you know what? And I'm not even the craziest Kanye fan, but listen, imagine <laughs> what the production would have been at Coachella. It would have been very nice. It would have been very nice. So yeah, flop for me. The weekend is always a flop to me. I'm sorry. (gasps) No. So overrated. I don't get it. I don't get it. Really? Really? I like love never, the not even in your college days, the weekend didn't do it for you. I hear his voice and I skip. Listen, and you know how much I love Ari. I love Ariana Grande. I never skip a song on her albums. This last album, she did a song with The Weeknd. I skip it every time. As soon as he starts singing, oh. I skip it. I can't. I don't know what it is. No. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. Well, I'm an avid Kanye anti-fan. So to me, it's about... Bop it. Yes. <laughs> and you know, it hurts so much in my soul because I used to be obsessed with Kanye West. In sixth grade, it was the first time I had like a music class as part of my school. And I remember doing my like big report on Kanye West on the uh, College Dropout album. Um, I mean, still to this day, whatever, I guess I'll give him some flowers right now, is uh, All Falls Down to me is like just lives in my heart. You know, (laughs) I love that song. I was like, when I get a cell phone, when I'm in seventh or eighth grade and I get a cell phone, I'm going (laughs) to make that my first ringtone. (laughs) (laughs) Ringtone. Ringtone life. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. Like, mm-hmm. that Gen Z, they don't know about the ringtone. Mm-hmm. Like, recording it off the radio yeah. and making that your ringtone. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the voicemails. And when your parents getting the bill and being upset that you spent, like, $25. All these what is this crazy frog charge that I have on my bill? 99 cent, 99 cent, 99 cent, 99 cent. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and on to the next one that everybody's talking about. The famous couple that uh, broke up and got back together, J-Lo and Ben Affleck, are engaged. Bop it's or a bop. flop? It's a bop for me. It's a bop. bop? Okay. Bop it. It's a bop. It's Why a is bop. that? I, first of all, I say what you want to say, okay? <laughs> J-Lo is my girl. I've been obsessed yes. with her literally since before I can remember, like, from the in living color days when she was a dancer like yes i love her and i love i mean i lo- that's our era like benifer mm-hmm. was like yeah. no our first prime and to see them back together like talk about mm-hmm. pop culture moment like this is history we are witnessing <laughs> like and i'm happy to be witnessing it you know what everybody's gonna have their little feelings about going back to your ex yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. that's their business she loved him before yeah yeah, I mean, clearly it wasn't their time, and now it, it's their time. So mm-hmm. I'm just letting it, let it, let them live in their in their happy bubble. Okay, I can agree <laughs> with that part from from both of you. Um, I don't even know if I'm picking bop or flop. I guess I'll pick bop because why not celebrate happiness, right? Yeah. Um, I guess if I'm gonna throw my little shady input in there, 
It's that, um, I mean, why does J-Lo always feel the need? And I love her, by the way. Yes, I love J-Lo. I feel like just as much as you. I didn't see her early days like that. To me, J-Lo is Selena. <laughs> or Selena is J-Lo. I don't know. No. Oh, no, no. J-Lo is Selena. There you go. Yeah, that's what I meant. I don't know. It's just weird like when people feel the need to like always be engaged or to always be oh, married. Yeah. It's and it's just different from my views, I guess. That's why, like, I don't see, the, if you've been married, like, three times, why do you feel like you need to get married again? Mm. But that's up to them, you know? So I'm yeah. not trying to pick what they're going to do for themselves. I'm just saying for me, picking bop or flop, I'll go ahead and pick bop. <laughs> okay, three okay. bop. Bop it. Here we go. How about House of Gucci? That came out uh, over the holiday season, so we obviously were not on the air during that time, and I wanted to get your opinion. Do you think this is a bop or a flop? Okay, so I have not watched the whole movie yet, but I am a lover of accents, and I got on a deep dive with a lot of accent coaches that were analyzing Gaga's accent, and they were saying, like, this is not an Italian accent. This is actually, like, more, like, Russian. Yeah, Eastern yeah, European. yeah. Um, <laughs> And so I feel like, damn, Gaga, you have one job. No. But I am going to watch the movie. <laughs> I said I was going to watch it when I'm done finals. So I will wait to give a definite bop or flop. I mean, it's Gaga, so I am kind of inclined to just say bop. Yeah, you're a Gaga fan. I am a Gaga fan. I have also not finished the film. Um, so I won't make a heavy bop or flop decision here. But I also have really not gotten into Lady Gaga as an actress. Oh, I'm the opposite. I like her as an actress. I mean, I don't need to see anything she's in, but um, I, I'm not a fan of her musically. I hope she does well. I hope she's successful. I hope she keeps all her fans. But I just personally don't like go to her when I'm picking on my music. Um, oh, you know what? I lied. I lied. I've seen her act in American Horror Story. Oh. She was one of the seasons as yeah. like one of the little vampire bloodsucker people, which, yeah. you know, matches her aesthetic. Like <laughs> she she fit the aesthetic for sure for American Horror Story. And I would say like, okay, watching her in that role, okay, I get it. But again, I think it's just because the aesthetic matched who she mm -hmm. is. Like she could be pale white and look dazzling, okay? <laughs> it just works for her. But I think as far as her music goes, like there's definitely some tracks that I would definitely like throw on for like a little workout or something. But I am still interested in seeing House of Gucci. Um, I just, yeah, I know it's like mad long. Yeah. <laughs> I just gotta get, just gotta get through it. People were really obsessed with it. I went and saw it uh, with my family and um, yeah, I mean, I feel bad saying flop, but I guess I'm going to say flop because to me, it wasn't, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to be mean about this. So anything I'm saying going forward, I'm not being mean, you guys, I swear. I'm just putting out my thoughts. Yeah. My intention is not to be mean. It's, um, I just didn't feel like it was that groundbreaking, you know, for her to be, con people were saying, oh, she's going to be considered for like the Oscars and the Golden Globes and the Screen Actors Guild and all did that. Did that happen? That didn't happen. <laughs> one of them. I think she was nominated for like one, right? I don't know. I thought she was nominated for like one of them or something. And I'm like, okay, this is giving me, again, sorry, I love her. So why am I bashing her? J-Lo, it was giving me like Hustlers vibes when people were like, oh, she's going to get a nomination. And I'm like, I love that movie. I'll watch it multiple times. 
but I didn't feel like she was really reaching outside of herself to become a different character. That's kind yeah. of what I got with uh, Gaga and Gucci. Okay. But whatever. Okay. That's fine. That's if you a like good it. Yeah. That's there you go. How about the Deep Space album by Candace Dillard from The Real Housewives of Potomac? Did you guys listen to her album? Devin, you go first. Devin, oh, you go first. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go first. Say, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I would say... Okay, this is obviously not great. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you guys still haven't said, so... <laughs> I think you're leaning towards flop. <laughs> I want to say bop for her energy and you know this is also is this her first like full album her debut album yeah okay so bop for her energy and bop for the production on some of her songs oh some okay (laughs) all right Devin, (laughs) i am going to say so i'm i if you've listened to our former podcast of Black Girls Bravo, you heard my impression of Candace's singing. So I'm not going to do it here. Wait. <laughs> Wait, you can't just oh, say oh, that. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I but that, But you didn't sound bad. So what is bad about that? Come on. <laughs> I just, okay. I agree with Laura. I think that some of the songs are good, and I'll give her that. I think that Drive Back, like mm, Drive Back, is like an auntie bop. It's an auntie bop. It's an auntie bop. It's like it gives me all white boat party fifty and up, forty and up. (gasps) Yeah, 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 yeah. The forty fifty party for sure. The white boat party for sure. And that's good. I mean, I definitely think, like, yeah, she's found her fans. Now, the little of the song for her husband, the Go-Go remix, now that is a bop. The one for her husband? The one that she she remixed the song, I see you. Now that one, love it. So, yeah, I guess I'm kind of 50-50. Okay. Yeah. For me. But good for her. I think she has a gorgeous voice. I do. That's, yeah, I think she can sing. You know, I will say, I will go on the record <laughs> and say, I I believe that Candace can sing. Devin, watch your watch I didn't. Your I never <laughs> said she couldn't sing. Let me clarify. I never said she couldn't sing. Yes. So, so that's where I'm going to say for her first album, like, Obviously, everybody doesn't hit gold on the first try, but she had a lot of energy. She put a lot of her time into it and she took it seriously. And for that, I can respect it because it is a craft and please do not try and not put your best foot forward. So I will say she she did her thing and for that respect. So bops on some of the track. The album art was really nice. Okay, good. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> did you look to the I did. I I mean, I'm going to give her a bop because I'm proud of her. I think that she yeah. made the most respectable housewife music that any housewife has done, which mm-hmm. is not okay. setting the bar high at okay. all. But okay. I think her That's album hard. can exist and do well aside from housewives. 
I enjoyed it. There's like three songs I put on a playlist that I keep in rotation. Drive Back, Cause a okay. Scene, I think Benefits or something is what it's called. I think she's a really good singer. I would love to see her do well and get, you know, bigger than um, just her personality on TV. 100%. It's cool that she's 100%. on tour. And I love that my girl Nicki Minaj gave her nod of approval. Okay, yeah. That's so, that's so, yeah. You think that it's so, but, and her you, karma or not, it's Monique's karma that Monique's little song was a total flop. And oh, this is album is actually doing. How dare that even be called a song? Drag queens, yes. like that's so stupid. Terrible. That's stupid. Yeah, you, that that was a flop. Yes, flop. You didn't ask, you didn't ask Des, but that was a flop. <laughs> All caps. Yes. <laughs> and the last one, in general, the Real Housewives of Orange County. <laughs> yes. Laura, did you are you are you even done the season? I feel like you're probably like six episodes behind. I still am. Well, I still am. I, I told yeah. myself this week I was just going to jump to reunion because F it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go right to part one. It's always been a struggle for me to get through the OC season. So I'm going to have to say flop. Like I can watch every single other franchise and even slow behind New York. Mm -hmm. And still I will be like, oh, that, that was good. Oh, I am entertained. That was great. With OC, I struggle every season. I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I will say I have had moments of pure laughter to the point where I've had to like hold my stomach watching OC because these women are funny to me and funny to me in the way where it's just like, girl, are you silly or are you dumb type of funny? So like I found humor in watching the show at times when there probably wasn't even a joke said, but for me, it's going to be a flop. I can't, I, I, I try, I really do try with OC. And for me, I was like, okay, they got rid of some of the poison. They got rid of some of the poison. So let me see if this could actually jive. And it still wasn't bussing, bussing. Mm -mm. So I'm going to have to say flop. flop. Yes, I will join in and say flop as well. <laughs> Devin, I feel like it was a flop for you, right? Yeah. Judging by I your reaction. <laughs> was a flop yeah and I, I think i mostly watched out of habit i was very excited for heather to come back mm -hmm. but overall it was just a flop. i think they should have just probably canceled yeah or stay off extra i feel like i remember saying that about vanderpump like give it just do a whole year of not filming and then come back it doesn't mean you're canceled yeah. it doesn't mean you know next year or it won't be on in two years don't think of it like that think of it like okay we're not going to film in 2022 and then we'll see you hopefully in 2023 sort of a thing so i don't know right. maybe orange county is going to do the whole new york thing that we spoke about on the on the first part of the premiere where they do like a OGs and then like a relaunch or something. I don't know. No one, I haven't seen nice. any articles about that. That's me starting this rumor here, but, <laughs> but it was, we a might flop. do a yeah. lot of that. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, so that's the end of Bopper Flop. But while we're still on the topic of Bravo, my favorite, my number one, well, there's two number ones. So whatever, I'm still going to call it number one is uh jersey did you guys watch jersey did you enjoy yes. jersey? Loving jersey. Love I'm jersey i'm so <laughs> mad that their seasons have been so short through covid yeah 
that's yeah. that's the argument let's let's re- let's really argue bravo like let's really argue because what's the what's the point yeah what's the point like I, I got so many episodes of oc see, i can't even watch it. that's i need too short. all of that yeah. For New New Jersey, why are they not giving love to Jersey? It's rude. Jersey's my favorite. They just flow so naturally. Um, obviously, like the fighting is really intense right now. If everybody listening is caught up and has seen like yes. the finale that just happened, of course the uh, reunion starts tonight. Um, so oh! I'm excited to see that. But did you guys see the trailer or the the preview on what's happening at the reunion? Yes. yes. No. Yes. Or- and I've been watching. No, I've been watching the um, Watch What Happens Lives too. Mm-hmm. So they've been really ready to talk about this reunion. So I'm ready to watch. Okay. Yeah. Well, Devin, you said you haven't? No, the only part that I saw is Teresa standing up and spinning around in her mirror jumpsuit saying, Mira, Mira on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? <laughs> Teresa Judah. That's good. <laughs> I wish I could do a Jersey accent like that. Um, well, it's our neighbor. Yeah, so. well, that's it's our true. neighbor. To know. Actually, I act like I know that. I'm horrible at geography. I didn't know that, so now I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a quick I didn't ride like in a five dollar toll. <laughs> oh, Literally. okay. Literally. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that they were. I guess Jennifer was calling uh, Joe Gorga like a little bitch girl again on the reunion like she did during the season and then of course this is just a trailer so i don't actually know i saw what everybody else saw it sounded like they asked uh teresa how come you're letting her you know sitting next to her and letting her call me that and i think she like they cut to her saying well because it's true like you are like that okay i always defend teresa because i love her and like i feel like she's a little misunderstood but that is wrong that I cannot agree yeah. with, that I'm not going to try to be like, oh, no, she's still great. Like, let it slide. That is not cool, and that would never fly with me. They're family. I mean, they're siblings. Yeah, they're exactly. immediate and family. And that's exactly what I was just about to say. Like, even if you do think that your brother is being a little bitch boy, save that for when you're in <laughs> private. Because when yeah. it comes to family, you need to be a united front in public. Mm-hmm. You know, not in front of mixed company. Um, mm-hmm. whether you yep. agree with her or not. So that's always been my problem with, I think both, all of them, because they don't always do that. Mm. No, no, no. And then my other favorite is Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm. Those are my mm. number ones. To me, they don't get old. Of course, there was a slow season when COVID started on Atlanta, but then it ended up being like one of the most talked about seasons. So I'm excited to see this one come out. Marlo finally gets a peach. Sheree Whitfield comes back. Portia and Cynthia exit. What are your thoughts? Mm, Portia will be back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's going to pop up. Yeah. It's a matter of time. She's going to do the it's Nini gonna... one off one season or the Kenya off yep. one season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And she's still yep. a Housewives of Atlanta because they did her little Portia's family show. Mm-hmm. So, Which I did not see. Yes. They, right. Don't watch it. But Portia no, will be back. Mind. Cynthia, I miss dearly, but I understand that she's got a lot going on. And I think that she is genuinely very happy in her marriage right now. And she wants to be a wife. Like, I think that she's made that clear. Um, So I'm happy for Cynthia. Yeah. I will miss her dearly. I love Cynthia. But this season, y'all, this season's about to be so good. Yeah, you think so? I'm really excited. Like, 
OGs, I mean, okay, first off, let, let's be very careful because we got excited about an OG returning for OC and it didn't oh. really land well, yeah. okay? Oh, wow, well, you're right about that. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> land really well. But this time, Sheree, okay? I have been waiting. The girls have been waiting for Sheree to make a return, okay? Yes. There was no reason for her to leave and we needed her back. So I am so excited to see an OG return to Atlanta. And honestly, the season before we had to deal with the nonsense of uh -oh. LaToya. Uh -oh. Y'all remember that? <laughs> yes. I loved LaToya. <laughs> the nonsense uh -oh. of like just it was just some made up drama with with um was Kenya and just it just I didn't like it I didn't it didn't have a real juicy plot we could not get past some of just like the made up gossip and Bolo was the highlight as we all mm -hmm. took okay yeah that right that was great for that season but now let's get back into what atlanta truly is like these women are out here doing things and we need to just see it get back to it and marlo finally babes finally babes she finally talk, talk her shit <laughs> she don't have to bite her lip no more <laughs> i'm excited for her to finally sit with her crown that has been <laughs> way overdue so we will definitely see, I think what we're going to see this season, to be honest, um, is a more transparent side of the women, because I feel like Marlo now and like Candy too, like they right now are the OGs. They're the Candy for sure. Yeah. I mean, Kenya mm -hmm. came out in like season five or something. Right. So I don't know if you yeah, call that. Yeah. Kenny maybe. And that's why like Marlo's been around kind of since. She like, has. Yeah. Then yeah. maybe even the first just by association. So I really feel like this is going to be good. And then Sheree. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. I'm super yeah. excited. And I know that there's been like talk too about the promo and like them having to put money into their production in order for it to be top tier. And yeah. I'm just like, oh yes. yeah, you didn't hear, that? hear that. Yes, no. yes. they paid yes. for their yes. own yes. promo. What do you mean they paid for yeah. their own promo? Um, so Bravo basically wanted to give them a basic ass like backdrop, you know, little cheap. You know how Bravo cuts corners for like, their interviews? No, for their actual like pro season promo and like their intro and stuff. Well, I don't know about the intro, but the season promo and the pictures, the cast pictures, mm -hmm. Bravo has been trying to cut a lot of coins. If you've noticed a lot of seasons, they've taken a picture of the new girl in the same decor mm -hmm. and just oh. stuck it in, which is, come yeah. on now. That's a little, yeah. Mm. anyway, <laughs> so the girls this season, apparently, allegedly, <laughs> have gathered their own coins and it shows because the promo is hot for this season yeah um oh, yeah. and bravo get it together because why should they have to do that that's together. weird i mean who are they fooling we know that they have money that's not like they're need to cut some corners and and let it fall on probably their most successful uh show on the network right doesn't atlanta always pull in the highest ratings i'm pretty sure it does yeah so that doesn't make any ounce of sense but um, hey, whatever they did worked, and maybe that's what we can talk about is <laughs> how it's working. Everyone's excited. You know, totally. again, we have Sheree on. Drew, your heard... guys' girl. Not your guys' girl. 
but I heard that. <laughs> That's your guys' girl. girl. You guys' girl. <laughs> I, rem- I remember very clearly <laughs> you guys were on Team Drew Sedora. Drew, Drew. Drew made an okay entrance. She made an okay entrance. She hasn't done anything to make me just frown my face. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's all right, but that she's husband got to go, time. honey. <laughs> yeah, that husband, you know, there's there's that. But speaking of, um, I think Sheree's boo is due to get out of prison if he's not already. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yes. this should be interesting. We get to meet the mystery felon man. Yes, mystery I do felon. remember that. I forgot his name, but I remember. Is it Tyrone? She would talk to him on speaker, right? It might be a Tyrone. I think his name is it Tyrone. And we've never seen him before, so no, no. I'm excited. We'll see if it was worth the wait. I know, right? <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> and then, so that premieres on May first. Uh, just ten days later, we have the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills premiering uh, with the new cast member uh, Diana something. Sorry, I don't have it in front of me. Diana is your name. <laughs> And uh, another girl, I think. <laughs> I think Cherie. Cherie, yes. I don't know who either one of them are. Cherie um, is Will Smith's baby mom. Really? Oh, I do know. I do know Cherie. She's okay. best friends with Garcelle, yes. and she is the mother to Will Smith's oldest son. Oh, oh, okay. The oldest son. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's exciting then. That uh, Garcelle has like a partner that she actually knows from outside of being on Real Housewives. Yes. Um, I think hopefully that'll work in the favor of her for sure, but in the favor of the viewers that enjoy watching Garcelle because it kind of at times, actually most of the time, it seemed like she was feeling isolated and not, I mean, she even said she didn't feel like she fit into the group. Right, right. Um, So hopefully this will give her some more confidence uh, in a group setting and uh, speaking her mind because I really enjoy Garcella, even though it sounds like she's arguing with some of my favorites. um, It happens and I'm waiting to see who's going to be right and who's going to be wrong because my two favorites are fighting. So (laughs) we'll see. I can't wait. Who's your other favorite? Well, I was listening to the Two Teas in a Pod podcast, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge, and uh, they had... Um, Lisa, Rinna, Kyle, and Erica on, and they were talking about, you know, who gets into it the most. Uh, Garcelle, it sounds like she fights with a few of them. Like, she definitely, obviously, as we see on social media, she's fighting with Erica Jane. Oh, yes. Um, who I'm still rooting for. <laughs> or I don't know. I don't know how hard I'm going to push it. I just hope that that's not true, because that would be awful. That would feel like, who was I watching for all these years, you know? Yeah. I treat my favorites like friends to where, like, I'm not going to just bounce on my friend because they're accused of something. You totally. Know? Hopefully this is false. If it's true, then obviously, you know, I can cross that bridge when that gets there. Um, and I'm just one fan. Hello. It's not like I <laughs> decide anything for that. So right. whatever. Right. And then I think she fights with Kyle, of course, mm. gets in between her and Kathy uh, sisters. Oh. And then, you know, she fights with like Lisa Rinna and I think with um, Sutton, who I don't really care about, but yeah. yeah. Oh, that was her girl. Now they... <laughs> I, I might be wrong about Sutton, but I'm pretty sure that's what they were saying. Yeah. Oh, I... wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I guess we can just have to see. I mean, I feel like these I women are like hot and cold, hot and cold. Mm-hmm. especially because oh, yes. where they are at like I feel like I mean let's compare the east coast versus west coast because if these women are fighting in Jersey 
you know, like Teresa means what she says. Like if yeah. if Teresa is feuding with someone, she's going to be feuding on and off camera. Whereas I feel like the mm-hmm. West Coast ladies, it might be like, oh, they're feuding, camera stop rolling. And, you know, we saw them at, a, you know, the same restaurant, you know, a couple days yeah. later at the same party. You know what I mean? They end up in the same pictures. So it's so hard to tell because I think that's like the culture there, like to keep everything PC and like copacetic. So yeah. I yeah. can vouch for that. Yeah. Although Erica was showing the the East Coast side with throwing ourselves book in the trash. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, that I feel like if it were somebody else, I don't know, let's see. Who's big on lawsuits? If it were Heather Dubrow's book, I feel like there would have been a lawsuit or something. <laughs> she would have found a way to like really make her eat her actions. Totally. Yeah. So even though I just said I'm an Erica fan, I don't agree with that choice as well. I don't agree with them fighting publicly. I mean, if you throw the first punch, then you're in the wrong, right? So then why do you have to follow up with another one? I don't know. That's how I feel about the Garcelle. Because I love Garcelle. Love Erica. Totally. I agree. And I was an Erica fan, too. I loved Erica. You were. I did, you were. Past tense. I was. You heard I it. I was, but yeah. I was really disappointed with how she acted last season and how she acted when the news surfaced with Tom. And I, it just left a really bad taste in my mouth. So we'll see if Same. she can redeem. I mean, I was a huge Erica fan and I was very disappointed. Yeah. So we'll see if she can redeem herself this season. I'm holding out hope. That's what this season will be. Is uh, is Erica in the clear or is she not? And it sounds like that's going to be one of the main, um, what do you call it? Plots. Yes. One of the main plots this season is going to be following Erica. The backlash from what they did last season and uh, all the new stuff that keeps coming out every single day. So I'm excited <laughs> to watch that. <laughs> I am. Yes. I am very excited. So wait, the premiere is there in uh, May, right? May 11th. Yeah. Atlanta, May 1st. Beverly Hills, May 11th. Oh, Laura, we yes, can watch so together. <gasps> the level of excitement and joy in my body is ridiculous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be uh, following up on that as that premieres and as we continue on with our show. So (laughs) thank you to Lara for popping in on Do You Love It? The podcast. You're welcome back anytime you want. We love that. Same invitation goes to Desiree. If you're listening, come on whenever you want. Yes, Desiree, we miss you. Thank you, friend. Yay. Thanks for uh, being part of this episode. Thank you to everybody listening. This is episode three. Do you love it? The podcast. I know I love it. Do you love it? I do love it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So please subscribe if you like what you hear. Leave us a five-star rating and review. And make sure to follow us on Instagram as well. At do you love it pod. And we'll see you all next week. Bye.